0: What was the last thing that happened that made you go, oh, shit, oh, damn it.
1: Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way, and you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's spill. Ladies, welcome. Beck, it is so great to have you here. And I cannot wait to give you all a little bit of a background on Beck. So as a regional woman in business, Beck is a beacon of light for Australian business owners across Australia. Beam in Business lights a way for women and men to confidently shine in their business and in their lives amongst a thriving network of high achievers who inspires, empower, support, and applaud each other. Having founded Beam Network at the start of 2020 and Beam Magazine in October 2020, the brand now reaches and impacts an audience and readership of over 100,000. Yep, 100,000, you heard right. As a mother of five, yes, five, Beck has a positive, no BS, anything is possible approach. She is not afraid of hard work, but she also knows the slippery slope of trying to do it all. And for this reason, she understands and insists that community is key in supporting your success and obviously your sanity. Beck Smith has built her entire business on helping others thrive in business. The spotlight is much more fun when shared with others. Okay, ladies,
0: let's spill. Nick, what have we got? Okay. Hello, ladies. Um, so, Beck, we are kicking it off because what we want to do is get to know you as fast as we can and have the ladies listening in do the same. So, we do like a rapid fire. So, we're going to fire some questions at you. They're quick, like quick answers, whatever comes to your mind. Um, and we're just going to get to know Beck Smith a little bit better. So, the first one I have is this. I'm so interested <laughs> in what this story What was the last thing that happened? that made you go under your breath, oh, shit, oh, damn it, oh, F, what happened?
2: Um, Just recently, uh, probably not that too exciting, but I'm in the middle of a book contract with several people and I sent the wrong name to the person and through the contract had someone else's name through there and spelling mistakes and i'm just like what the f what is wrong with me like <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you read something it looks perfect until someone reads it themselves so yes it doesn't yeah you just go eh, you know cop it on the chin fix it resend all good but it's just like eh, in your face
0: <laughs> yeah
1: okay talking about in your face or maybe space beck this one's for this is a mother question hopefully not from your partner but waking would you rather wake up to a bed of pee from your child wetting the bed or one of the kids having an absolute meltdown in the middle of church
2: um probably pee in the bed it can wash out
1: (gasps) that's
0: true that is true okay beck what are you reading right
2: now Confidence Feels Like Shit by Erica Kramer. Um, I've attempted to read this book probably 10 times because I'm not a reader uh, Mm -hmm. and I'm just taking it by um, page by page. And apparently I've heard if you count while you're reading, you actually don't read the words and you can uh, take more in. So that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Wait, you count while you're reading? Yes, in your head.
2: My My brain can't. I don't know I, it's it's working and I'm actually reading like but wow. I still can't do it in long like it's mental like but it's it's apparently to there to train your brain um and I'm using an app called MindPal as well to um help
1: with um retention
0: very cool mm. there's some great tips mm-hmm. yeah.
1: later. um okay beck fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest
2: regret Uh, definitely my biggest wish because regret is always something in the past which you can't normally change so I prefer to keep positive and just move forward and um, wishes if you put it out into the universe will always come true
0: Mm, Love that. Okay, last one before we get into it. Would you rather have really small hands or really big feet?
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Small hands because beautiful diamonds will always look amazing on them then.
0: Oh, that's so good. Do you know what, (laughs) Beck, Just before we do get into this conversation and for the ladies just to get to know even Beck, our host here a bit bit better, she didn't get a choice. (laughs) Wait until we... (laughs) You see her feet in person. Um, You could fit a diamond on them as well. (laughs) They have served you well, Becky. They have served you well, professional athlete.
1: Do you know what? I still am trying to work on this. My sister, when I was younger, told me when we were having an argument one day, she told me that, oh, well, you're going to have to wear basketball shoes underneath your wedding dress because no one will want to see your feet.
0: And that's still awesome. you know what I love about you then you wore open toe shoes and, and I yeah, had a split because I was letting everyone see those mofos. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And that, that is owning.
1: Yeah, you're your welcome. Um, we let's just get into the- it. We've got to live with what we've got. Um, okay, Beth, as Nick said, let's get into it. Are you ready for your first question? far away girls all right here we go so beck you're so certain on your vision and what is needed to to and wanting to become the number one platform for women in business to go to for networking what's your biggest lesson that you've learned since starting your own business that's benefited you today I guess
2: there's obviously lots of lessons that you are taught when being an entrepreneur and every day, like you wake up every day thinking you're going to kick ass and everything's just going to fall at your feet and everything's just going to happen exactly the way you want it to happen. Then you actually wake up because that's like in dreamland. So what the biggest thing that I've learned is, and it is a little bit of a, sometimes a catch 22 because I don't feel that you can trust everybody in business. And I mean trust because everyone doesn't actually have your best interest at heart uh, because they've always wanting to have something benefit them. So when you reach out to someone, Hey, do you want to collaborate? Do you want a partnership? Or could you please send me a quote? Uh, They'll always send you the most expensive quote and expect that you need it. Now, if you don't need it or you feel that's out of your budget, say so don't think that you have to go forward with their quote Requote, find someone else but if they do align with you be upfront and honest with them with where you're at because going into debt like I I seriously am with my business uh like I mean businesses don't make profit straight away and that's fine but that's another lesson <laughs> um but always you know source out your the competition that's out there for what you need for your brand um, because people that come to you and say that they can promise you the world are lying.
1: Beck, I just mm-hmm. want to ask you on that. You said about, you. obviously, debt comes with business and you, you're not going to make anything. You know, sometimes people say one to three years, whatever it is, but, you know, for anyone listening out there, There's so many people, and I'm sure, you know, so many people that have said, I want to, I don't want to work for anyone else. I want my own business. And then they get into business and it's like, whoa, it's too hard. I thought I'd be making money now. Did that happen for you or did you go into business knowing, listen, this is a long haul for me. I know I have to put this much in and it's probably going to take X amount of years to, to get ahead. Is that something you've come up against?
2: Yeah, it has. And because I've been in so many different businesses, my network, I mean, my background is within network marketing. So network marketing is a you know a DIY business or done for your done for you business. So you have the products, the advertising, the 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 um the logo, the colors, the branding, the the visions, everything is handed to you, including the product, right? So you can walk into that business and if you just sell exactly what's there and follow the comp plan and all of that, you can make money if you do the work. However, if you're in business for yourself and you're selling a book, for example, okay, you've got this book, you've created it and you want to market that book, that is your product, and if you aren't out there selling that every day, who's going to do that for you? Absolutely no one. So there you go. You make no money. So then you have to obviously reach out to people and trust in people and market and PR. That all costs money. Hundred percent costs money. The logo, the design, the marketing, um, the Facebook pages, the the um, websites. Everything costs money. However, that will then in turn make you money. So if you aren't willing to put out money to start your business, then you aren't ready for business. And the one to three years, one to five years, whatever it is, it's probably, who knows? There's probably no actual uh, time limit. It depends what your product is. And if you've got the right marketing skill set, because some people go nuts on TikTok and Instagram and put out something funny and it just happens to get out there or some celebrity picks it up, that's amazing. But for most of us, the majority of us that are really working our asses off, we actually have to show up every day and put that product in front of so many people and pretend like the people that are seeing your product have never seen it before and sell to them like they've never seen it before.
0: Mm, it's so true, Beck. It's just I, I think just such an imp- important message of um, our business to help it breathe, we have to put into it. Like we have to invest in it. We can't suffocate it. It's like I'm just gonna hold tight until I get something from it or until it shows me proof or until I get a certain result. and it's like that doesn't come first. What comes first is your trust in the investment and the time and the energy and the skill set. To then have the re- results show up. So I love that. And I think that leads on to I want to know about risk for you because I know uh, you've got it all on the line. Like you have put all, when we talk about investment, whether it's time, money, energy, skill set, all that, you are putting it in, mm. it's there. So, how has your perspective and maybe your relationship with risk changed or evolved since like really going into business?
2: I guess um, I'm still learning hundred uh, percent obviously going into business with people uh, was a risk because we all change our minds or we all have different ideas. So that was one risk that I took and then I did it again. And then I did it again. And every time you think you're doing the right thing and it's with different people for different opportunities, but going all in, what is the alternative? There isn't one. It's go back to work or be in debt or not aspire to anything or not leave a legacy for your children or, you know, just be, and like, I'm not going to say just be an at-home mom because there is so much behind just being a at-home mom, but I am, I'm still a just an at-home mom, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm also building a global empire with Beam and business and Beam magazine because that's what I want to do. You know, like if I didn't want to do this sort of stuff, I wouldn't do it either. So putting everything on the line is because I don't want to sit around an empty house once all all my children have grown up and not have anything or happen to just, you know, I don't know, I want to go to the Maldives and I want to bloody do all of the things that I want to do. And how am I going to do that? Make it happen for myself. So if there's risk, I'll take it. There's opportunities. I call risk opportunity. Because where there's a new door, there is a new opportunity. Where there is a new person that I can network with, there is a new opportunity. I meet people every day, which I met and one incredible lady that led me to another lady that led me to um, creating Beer Magazine. That just doesn't happen. It happens because you are putting yourself out there. And not in your little comfort zone, box over here. You need to be out there all the time. Big, bold, hey, I'm here world. What have you got for me? And that's how I live love my that. day,
0: every day. I think, and I think, you know, those listening in, what I'm getting from you as well is you need to be really, because there's always going to be risk. There is risk in everything, always. There, there, there is reward in everything, always. Mm. But unless you're really clear on what it is that you want out of your life, you'll always stay in what it is that you're comfortable with. And so I feel like what you've done is you're so clear on what you want. You're so clear on what it can provide. You're so clear on, you know, if not this, then what? Like even asking that question, like sitting down and going, if not this, then what? Like, where do I end up? Like grab a notepad and go, where would I end up? Like, what's the worst case scenario? If I don't do this, then what? And then really work out what's what's the risk balance. Because I think once you get that right, then it's so much easier to create a new level of comfort do you know what I mean? Like you always, I imagine your comfort zone from where you were five years ago even to now looks completely different. Yeah. But you've met, yeah. be, you, because you've got a different relationship with what risk actually is.
2: Yeah. And when you're surrounded by a, a whole room of women and you're mm-hmm. feeling like you don't want to step out of your comfort zone and all of those things, you need to remember that we all sit down to pee. We all do. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there is no difference between any of us that only would we've gotten a different uh, product or service that we're trying to share with the world. We're not there to sell our business when we go to networking events. We're there to share who we are and our story because when people really listen in to why you're doing what you're doing, they will be like lining up at the door to have your product or service because people understand you they are welcomed they are understanding and that's what I love about networking because you learn so much about someone that you can't just get from seeing a cup on a shelf and going oh wonder how that got there well, if you actually Googled it and find out and reached out to the actual brand person, then you'd know more about them. And that's what networking is. It's like all these different little avenues. And when you're saying the risk factors before, I think of a Dolly magazine. Oh, do you want to work nine to five? Then you go, no, I don't. Go over to here. What does that option look like for you? Oh, yes. Okay, well then go that way. So it's all about p- pathing, uh, paving, paving the way for exactly where you want to be in life and just, yeah, backtracking, reverse engineering it and making it happen.
1: Okay. Which leads me into, and Beck, you probably have this happen a lot where people probably look at you going, Oh my gosh, you're doing so well. Congratulations. Everything is just happening for you. Now I want to talk about the reality because Shit can be really hard in business mm-hmm. and in life. And let's not, let's also highlight what we've already spoken about. Being a mother, being a partner, being in business. And as Nick said, you've got everything on the line, which also would be hanging over your head a lot. But I love before when you said that you're doing this as a leg, like to give your kids a legacy. Mm-hmm. So you've actually, it's it's in you. You're, you've got no other way, as you said, if not this, then what? So I want to know, And how do you manage all of this? Like, what are a couple of your things that whether you're down, you've got something that gets you back up. You said before that you've got, you know, the people you surround yourself with. But just we would love to know what are a couple of the things that Beck does to keep her in the game?
2: So I guess uh, for me is not having a schedule uh, because... The kids obviously massively change that every day. Um, My little girl just broke her arm two weeks ago. So I'm dealing with that. My partner then has a 30th, uh, you know, like there's no way of putting in a schedule. Then I have events. Oh, great. Or I, I need to work everything around that. Then I have two incredible women that want me on a podcast. So I fit that in, you know, like it's, if I had a schedule, I would fail every day. And I don't like failing. So why set myself up to fail? So if I create a day of where I understand that if anything comes at me, I can deal with, and if I can't, I put it to the side. I put it in my little notes on my phone. Need to get back to this person. Need to change the uh, the spelling mistakes in the contract, or I need to follow up on a lead, or you know I need to post. Oh, I've got masterclasses today. Oh bugger, I haven't posted about that. You know, you just make it happen when you need it to happen, and if you don't get it done, like. You're not the worst person in the world. You just get it done tomorrow. Like write a list and look at it the next morning. Go, okay, I'll get that done today. If I don't, it's okay. But you do need to prioritize as well. I have a lot of people in my life that um, like to juggle, juggle all of these glass balls. And one incredible woman said to me, you need to know what balls are made of glass and what balls are made of plastic. So if you can't drop the glass balls, what other balls can you drop so those glass ones don't so if you know what those balls are and you are okay with the plastic ones dropping then hey you're going to wake up with a smile every day you're going to go to bed feeling amazing that you've achieved something and I'll never ever forget the quote that I first ever heard about achieving something for one day if you were to make your bed every single day you can never go to bed without saying you didn't achieve one task today So
1: I'll always live by that. Might have to get my husband to listen to this so he starts making the bed maybe. That's a really good way of doing that. But, Beck, as you were speaking, because I'm sure there's, and this is what I love about business and sharing what works for people because there's probably women listening right now going, oh, my gosh, if I didn't have a schedule, then holy shit, God forbid, because as we know, there is no right and wrong. And so many different things work for so many different people. And that's what I love about this because uh, like I couldn't work without a schedule, but also knowing that things and and having the like lowering expectations, knowing well when things come through for family, everything else stops. So that also obviously comes back to knowing what's important. So I love that you have just, you know, exactly what needs to get done when it gets done. And I love the analogy of the glass and the plastic because I haven't heard that before. I've heard the analogy about wearing different hats. Have you heard that one?
2: Yeah, but you can only ever wear one hat though, can't you?
1: You can. Logically.
2: Yep. You know, so, and we're not just
1: one person. Mm. But when you've, you've got really big butt. hands, when you've got see how big these babies are. <laughs> you can juggle balls, Dick. <laughs> okay, my husband's not
0: listening to this. Nick, what's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we talk what I'd be really interested to know? Because I feel like in a world where um you know, we see instant gratification. It's not necessarily given, but it's perceived instant gratification on social media and all the rest of like overnight success and like all of this stuff. And I want to know, because I think that as women, even I've struggled with this, I think we all have, is reality is like you said, Beck, she can actually be hard. Like, mm-hmm. You can still deal with it though, right? Like heart is just like sometimes part of it. But then you've got women and you said this, you're like, where they're going, oh my God, you're doing so amazing. Oh my God, you're doing so well. And there's part of you inside going, shit, if only you knew. Like there's part of me that like, if this doesn't come off, then I'm in another 20K debt. If this doesn't come off, then I can't pay that next week. So there's this, there's a couple of parts of us, right? Because there's showing up to the world with the possibility and your intention and where you're going and your brand and what that needs to look like. And then there's other parts that aren't necessarily yet there. Like they haven't caught up. And I don't know about you ladies, but I'm sure many women, there's a struggle with that. There's a struggle of like, how do I genuinely show up this way when I know this is going on? And then I'm meant to perceive this because otherwise who would invest in me or align with me or do anything does that make sense? Like, I think yeah. that's a really a powerful conversation to have is how do you, how do you, Beck handle that yourself?
2: I guess with what you post, you need to ask yourself the question, is this going to serve me if I post this? And if it doesn't serve you, ask yourself, okay, will this align with the people I'm trying to attract? So nine times out of 10, okay, it's going to serve me because, yes, it's getting it off my chest. People are going to understand that there's no such thing as unicorns and the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, Um, but also that you're a human bloody being, you Mm. know, because we don't all have our shit together. And if I think if we change that question, Nick, and say, do you think people on the other end of your post think that you have your shit together or they believe you have their shit together? Or you have your shit together because thinking and believing are two different things. And if they want to believe that you have your shit together, then that's not on you. If they think that you have your shit together, then why do they think that? Have they actually met you in person? Do they follow your patterns? Do they follow your business? Are they just thinking that you have your shit together because you put out this most amazing post with epic copy and beautiful presentation of a a photo, whether it's of yourself or of an event or whatever? Because I don't think what we post um, is anything wrong. I think it comes back to perception. 100% perception of who you are and where you are in your business and your life. Because I know people that can put um, something most positive thing, all right? For example, now, one person's messaged me about this and another person has put a reel up about it. Now, I posted about Kim Kardashian saying, you need to do the work. You need to do the work and get off your ass and work. Most people don't want to work these days. I took that message and I took it personally for me because I am not doing the work that I need to be doing. I need to be working harder and I need to be doing more things. Now that's my personal opinion. And people might see a lot of happening on my socials thinking, Oh, Beck's so busy and Beck's this and Beck's that. Yeah, I am. I'm effing busy. Like, ridiculous as well as my home life and my five kids and my partner that works away seven on seven off however when I can recognize myself that I'm not doing the work and I see a beautiful quote that or, or a message or a video that I want to share and then someone else takes that message and thinks oh Oh, it's Kim Kardashian saying that. Oh, she pays her girl's minimum wage and blah, blah, blah. You have to do the work. Well, it's all right to come from um, um, millions of dollars and promote your product. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what we see. But hang on, what's happened behind the scenes of Kim Kardashian that we don't see on social media? So we just need to be a little bit understanding and no matter what you think about a particular like celebrity, or um, individual human being that maybe haven't made it, but you may have seen them doing well on social media, just always take a step back and go, holy shit, how did that person get there? Whether they're posting good or bad, how did that person get there? I'm telling you now, I could not be Kim Kardashian and have a reality TV show with my family. It would be a shit show. (laughs) Um, But I have the utmost respect for any single woman, in this world, doing amazing things. And I tell you now, if I had millions of dollars and I could do something good with it, I would. Hands down to anyone that can have their life on uh, reality TV.
0: It was a a funny thing because I seen that this week as well. It went viral everywhere. And my only thing is like, and it's for me, like I think as women, like it's kind of funny because I'm like, wow, there's so many people offended by this. When I read it, I was just like, yeah, that's exactly right because it's only my perception and experience of knowing that so many people want a magic click link to you know to like why am I not earning six figures seven figures yet like you know I, I've been doing whatever I'm doing for three months and it's just like that's not I'm not I know that that's not the reality so for me that was when I seen that that's that's a relationship I had with the quote and I'm like yeah and then I'm seeing so many people get offended by it and I'm like why are you getting offended is it because she's like and I don't know is it because some women are being called out because they know that they're not and they don't want to be called out on it is it because they have come from this yes a a more difficult upbringing that I maybe can't relate with and they're in a whole different um, path themselves and they've dealt with different things that I wouldn't even understand I wouldn't even know I couldn't even comprehend and so that gives them a different perception so It's just, it's interesting that no matter, I guess that comes down to the point, no matter what you're saying, someone else is interpreting it in their own way with their own lens.
2: And I think people really need to understand that family, Hmm. your mum responsibilities, in inverted commas, and your um, wife or girlfriend role is not a freaking excuse. That is your life before your business. So if mm. people are saying that they're not doing well in business, that they're working their ass off to get to where they want to be, but oh, hang on, I've got to do my mum life first, I call bullshit. Because you know what? You were that before you're a business owner, and if you're a business owner before you're a mum, you made that choice, and you need to make it all work. I don't, I don't go by the cliche that um, you can have it all because some people don't, and people can't handle it and you know what you're not in it by yourself that's why you have your support system that's why Mm -hmm. you have a partner in business and your partner needs to understand your needs as a business woman not as a as a wife or a mum, as a business woman and if you aren't expressing those and asking for the assistance in your children's lives and letting them know hey babies i've got a podcast i just need half an hour i'll be out there in a 2nd then that's your fault. I put that on you because it is all up to you, and we are all working our asses off. <laughs> I just,
0: um, I think um, yeah. as well, and and Bet Gear, like you can probably relate to this because a, a couple of things with that, and I guess it circles back to that question of how, because I feel like so many women. And we do because we, we actually care and we want to be genuine. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, if you're listening to this and you're waiting for a result to be a certain person or you're waiting for the proof to then go, oh, now I'm good enough, that's always going to be the struggle. It's always going to be the struggle because it, it can't happen without that first step. And I think um, one thing listening to you, Beck, struggle is not failure. Yeah. Struggle is just sometimes there. And for us, like if you're in business or even if you're like you guys as mums, I'm sure all you do is just like, what's the next problem to solve? What's the next thing to get through? How do we keep them breathing again tomorrow? Like it's it's just ongoing and sometimes it's harder some days than other days, but struggle is not failure. And I think understanding the difference between that, and I know Beck Gear, like you and I, because you just said it then, Beck, is well, who's your support system? Because you don't have to share everything, like your dirty laundry with the world and you know, everything you've got on the line, Beck, with the world. You don't have to share that with your client base or your potential client base, but you probably need to share it with someone. Like Beck Gear and I are on the phone all the time. Because it's like, well, cool, I'm having this mental breakdown. Help. <laughs> yeah you know like so I think it's I love that because you do need some sort of support structure for communication but you need the right the right people and pieces in place for that and you need to know where to direct it Mm -hmm. as to where you're going to get that support so I love that Mm -hmm. um question for you this whole journey like (laughs) This continual journey, what can what can you really thank it for? Like, what are you so grateful for uh, the journey of business and what it's helped you do as you know, maybe become as a mom and a woman? Like, what can you thank it for?
2: Resilience mm. is the only thing that I feel that, and I think I don't know if it's the right word, but tenacity as well because you got to have a certain um, something in your soul, right, just lights up. And if you don't have the resilience and the tenacity to just take that leap, you know, you, you're just going to lose yourself 100%. And you're just going to not fail, but you will give up. You will give up every single time. And as anyone knows, the last two and a half years have been an absolute shit show But then I look at the amazing people that have actually thrived and I'm like, you know what? You took it on the chin and you still showed up every day. High five to you because that's what I did. I couldn't have events in person. So I decided to go virtual. Then I had a bit of a break and then we had sold out events for the rest of the year. But I didn't give up. I still showed up. I still did lives. I still connected with my community, everything like that. But if you don't have something burning like deep within your soul, you aren't going to find that resilience either, you know, because it doesn't mean much to you. And if it means everything to you, like this business does for me, like I wake up every day, dreaming, thinking, contemplating, like everything, this whole thing. And yeah, it's, it, actually makes me cry thinking that if i don't have beam what would i have yes i'd have my beautiful family and i probably wouldn't have any stress but then i'd have something missing and i don't believe any woman should have anything missing from their lives and if you're working every day to create something then don't bloody give up at the first hurdle like we've just been through two and a half years of hurdles like you can get through that you can get through
1: anything Mm. Beck, your kids and your partner, first and foremost, are so, and you know, I get emotional thinking about I've I've only got two, but the fact that this is massive. You've got five kids, you've got a partner that's seven on, seven off. As as we said, you've got everything on the line. You're going to have days where everything's messy. You're going to drop the glass ball at times. We know that that's just a part of life. Mm. Shit's going to happen. You're going to have amazing days where you're like, I never thought or I didn't think I could feel this good. I knew I wanted it. I just can't believe it's here. And then you're going to go down again. I just want to know those moments when you're feeling down because it's going to happen. You've already said it yourself. The amount of debt you're in, That's why everything's on the line. This next event and the one after you're going to pivot, you've got resilience, you've got tenacity, you're a mom, you will not fail. You can't fail because if you were already going to fail, you would have already. Your five kids have woken up alive every single day and they're still alive like that. Ladies, if you are listening and you're a mother and your kids are still here, God bloody bless you because I am telling you, it is hard yakka. And then throw a business on top of it. I want to know, back. The good always will outweigh the bad because of the fire you've got on the inside. How does it actually feel? How do you do it all? What keeps you going? I guess
2: the, so I beam in business is the network that you shine with. And when I see someone shining in business because I've assisted them in being seen or I've connected them with someone or I've received that one message of hey Beck, how are you you're looking great your your business is going great then I'm like all right, that is all worth it. It is all worth it because as you said you're gonna have your shit days but if you get a day where you get a message or you see a review or you see someone shining because, you know, they took your advice or whatever, or you might've just even had a conversation with them and they're showing up, then hands down, I'm like the happiest woman on this earth because I know that whatever I'm doing and how I'm showing up is affecting someone else and they're showing up because of that. And if I can be a role model for anybody in this world that no matter what life throws at you and you can still show up, then- I'll die a happy woman.
0: Mm. And Beck, that's why we got you on. Because you have pure intentions and the intentions are to generate and circulate more good with women and have them shine and have them really um step into what they want as well with you know with their business or their purpose or even if you don't have a business it could be anything but um that's why we had you on is because we know that you have those intentions and as we always say when when really good women make more money the good shit in the world happens you know that's when we can create more ideas we can collaborate more we can come up with the solutions um, and I love that you just put other women first. And if your goal is, like you said, how can I help them? How do I help them shine? How do I help them show up? Then you can't go wrong with this. So yeah. we absolutely love that. And thank you so much for joining us and chatting with us. And uh, ladies listening in, make sure you connect with Beck. So Beam in Business and Beam Magazine will put all the details in the episode notes as well so you can connect up with Beck. see what events are coming next as well. the Online ones, in-person ones, get involved. Um, into this incredible networking space. Because one thing I know is it's not the old, boring, um, salesy networking stuff that we've been used to. This is like, yeah, this is the new game. The game has changed networking. And um, I love that Beam is leading the way. So, Beck, thank you. And ladies, please share with us what you took from this, what you loved about this, and stay connected. And let's keep the conversations going. We'll talk to you ladies soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.